You, but you do know that they would call this heresy. And I'm, and I, you and know I, that you I, would, yes, while yes. you were going to Dallas Theological Seminary, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you would have called this heresy. Would, yeah, but some would call my view of the death, the, the the death of Christ covering original sin, heresy. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be discussing the question as to whether Tony Evans is a Pelagian or not. So the context for this video is not that I've discovered something new that other people on YouTube have not talked about before. That is not the context of this video. Rather, the context of this video is that I have been requested by multiple readers, several at this point, about the question as to whether Tony Evans is a false teacher or not. I run a discernment ministry called Evangelical Dark Web, that's the name of the channel, name of the website, and we post these research verdicts, I like to call them, on whether people are false teachers or not. So I do this by reader request, and right now we are responding to the question as to whether Tony Evans is a false teacher. So, with that said, I do believe that the answer is yes. I do believe that he is a wolf in sheep's clothing, which is a category four false teacher, according to the evangelical dark web metrics that I've created. And the most damning reason why is this question right here about whether Tony Evans is or is not a Pelagian. And the short answer is he's technically not a Pelagian. The textbook definition of a Pelagian is someone who rejects the doctrine of original sin. They believe that mankind is born not basically evil and condemned in their sin. They believe that mankind is born a clean slate, and that's not true. That's not what the Bible teaches, especially in uh, Romans chapter 5 makes that doctrine clear. And Tony Evans is not technically a Pelagian because Pelagius denied that original sin existed in its entirety. Tony Evans is what I would call a dispy Pelagian. He believes that in this dispensation, uh, Pelagianism is true, which is functionally the same as Pelagius. Because Pelagius would have also said that in this dispensation, Pelagianism is true. So, um, functionally, yes, but technically, the answer is no. So, we're going to be discussing this. So, we're going to roll some clips. And these clips come from a National Religious Broadcasting Convention. I believe the year was 2003, uh, around the time that the book Totally Saved was out and on the shelves and Tony Evans is doing a media tour with a, per, a man named Glenn Plummer who is asking these soft but firm questions about what Tony Evans believes and is teaching in his book. So we're going to roll some interview clips from this interview at this convention, that's why it has a lot of air in it, loud noise and background noise in it, is because this is at a public event that this interview is taking place. So with that said, let's roll with our first clip. What about children? What do you say about children oh. who, 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 well, who, have died, who have died? and, and uh, Well, here's the thesis, and this is where there would probably be a theological uh, skirmish over this one. But I believe that Jesus Christ in his death 
covered original sin. That the thing that the death of Christ did was cover and overrule original sin. So that no man is condemned because they're born in Adam. But men are condemned because they consciously reject salvation. And therefore, since an infant cannot consciously reject salvation, they are, and since original sin was covered, infants go to pay, uh, uh, salvation pay, uh, go to heaven, people who have mental deficiencies so that they can't understand it go to heaven. And then I have the big controversial one, and that is people who are in foreign lands. Well, that's where I was getting ready to yeah, go, because I, I was going to say, now, wait a minute, because if I take that as a thesis, then, of course, I no longer have any real work. I can sit back here because those who are over in foreign lands, those who haven't heard of the gospel, of course, uh, as long as they don't hear it, they're straight. Okay. They're okay. Well, if, if you could take that as a thesis, <laughs> but you can't. And the reason why you can is this. The Bible says in Romans 1 that men suppress the truth. Now, you cannot suppress what you don't have. It's like holding a beach ball on the water. It wants to come up, but you're forcing it down. When a person rejects the revelation of God in nature or in conscience, they are condemning themselves because something wants to come up that they keep forcing down. That's not the scenario I'm painting. I'm painting a scenario where a person wants to know the true God, desires to know the true God. That gives God three options. One, God can send them a missionary, the traditional way. Two, God can give them a direct revelation of himself, like he did Paul on the Damascus Road. Or three, and here it is, God can trans-dispensationalize him. That is, relate to him out of another dispensation, because dispensations are based on information given. So that, all throughout the Bible, all people had to do was believe what God had revealed and they were saved. If a person believes, God, somebody's up there that created this, somebody created me, I don't know who he is, but I want to know him. If that person were to have a heart attack at that moment, God could not condemn him and be just because God says, he who seeks shall find. So since God makes that promise, if God doesn't give him the gospel or give him a direct revelation, then he has to judge him out of another dispensation. Now, I would imagine. Now, there are a myriad of issues with Tony Evans' beliefs here. The first that I want to point out is that he equates general revelation with specific or special revelation. So special revelation is like in Scripture. General revelation is creation and conscience uh, and just general truth. You know, the saying that all truth is God's truth is general revelation. General revelation can condemn you, like your conscience, General revelation can prove to you that there is a God and even tell you that this God is good, that this God has order, that this God has justice. But it cannot point you to a relationship with God. It cannot save you. And I think that is the issue that Tony Evans has stumbled upon. He believes that there is a pathway to salvation through general revelation, which is a different gospel. Tony Evans has created a secondary gospel for people who have not heard the true gospel. He has created a second gospel that saves. Right, they're wrong. So it's, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you cannot, you cannot argue. See, 
uh, people are trying to solve this problem in a lot of ways. The reformed theologians come up with election as a solution to their problem, but that creates an unjust God who holds people responsible for that which they cannot be responsible for, and all the double talk in the world doesn't change that. You got the Arminian side, and, they, and, and, and what they do is they whittle away the sovereignty of God. You got to have a God who is sovereign, who legitimately offers salvation to all since he paid the price for all, who legitimately gives everybody an opportunity or a solution. That's the only way God can be just. Uh, I, I read all the literature, I'm familiar with all the literature, and nobody was addressing this problem. They were just dismissing it under some uh, generic, uh, non-understandable sovereignty of God. And I said, no, this, this cannot work that way. And so I went back and did my research, and well, here I am with you. Well, well, you know, the Hindus who are doing the best they can with the information they have, having never, I'm talking about the Hindus who never heard of Jesus, never heard of the Savior, never heard of salvation in Christ, the only begotten Son of God, uh, then there is salvation for them is what you're saying. If, well, we got to put this proviso, if they're not suppressing the truth in unrighteousness. See, that, that's the proviso Romans 1 well, what does that mean? That, well, that means that there is a revelation of God. I mean, you are out here. You, I'm just listening. I'm shocked at this. I understand. <laughs> there All right. is a revelation of God All right. that they are responding to. God can't skip that. God can't do it. He can only skip it if you suppress it. That's what the text says. So, I mean, they're not what suppressing do you, it. What do you do with the truth of he that hath the son hath life, he that hath not the son hath not life? Well, the, the, well, the point is very simple. It's the same thing I do with a baby or a person who's born without the capacity. Because Jesus covered original sin, you're now condemned for personal sin combined with rejection of knowledge. In Islam, for the uh, person who is practicing it, there is a rejection of Jesus Christ. See, they accept Jesus Christ as a prophet, but they reject him as a savior. But if they haven't heard, but the fact that if they had not heard the truth, I mean, they, they hear, uh, hear a guy reads this, or he hears it from his imam, and then they tell him uh, that he was a good prophet, and he was a wonderful man, and, and all of this, and they believe that. Uh, right. But they've never heard the gospel. They've never heard the gospel. Well, then, then, uh, then so you have to back up to what has God revealed to them about himself and whether they are actively responding to that. If they're actively responding to that, God has to show them more. God says, he who seeks shall find. That's a promise. So either God's lying or he's got to show them something. Then the question is, what do they do with what he shows them? When pressed on Hindus and Muslims, Tony Evans uses general revelation to provide a second gospel pathway for these people who are in pagan religious systems. And this just falls apart. This borders on universalism. I don't believe Pelagius ever taught anything like this, which is why what he's teaching is not technically Pelagian, but it does start out with the denial of original sin, but he uses dispensationalism as the vehicle for the denial of original sin, which is why properly applied that this is called Dispi-Pelagianism. So we're going to view one last clip of him uh, re-summarizing his views. This, I mean, where is the genesis of this? When did this well, kind of this start? Really, oh, years, many years ago. But it boils down to a study of the identity of the work of Christ. That's the bottom line here. What did Christ achieve? If you accept the thesis, here's a statement that most people miss. 
the Bible says in all, Romans 5, uh, or that in all, uh, in Adam, all die. Then it comes in the same verse, verse 18, and says, in Christ, all are made alive. Now, either you have to turn the word all to mean two different words, or the same all who were died in Adam are the same all who were made alive in Christ, and every human being died in Adam. So in some way, every human being has been made alive in Christ. But we know everybody's not saved, so how is that possible? Only with regard to original sin. Therefore, nobody is condemned because of the reality of original sin, only personal sin and rejection of a savior. Once I come to that conclusion, I can take that conclusion in any direction, even to the heathen. Have you been... Glenn Plummer asked whether Tony Evans has been publicly challenged regarding his views of salvation. And the answer to that is yes, because he would be called out by John MacArthur at the ShepCon conference in 2003. Yes, the question about, I did make reference to the phrase trans-dispensationalism, almost uh, sort of throwing it away. Um, at, at the same time, I know it provoked some discussion and thought. It is a term that, to my knowledge, has only been used by one person, and that person is Tony Evans in a book uh, entitled Totally Saved. That book came out, uh, I, I think, in the year 2002. It was published by Moody Press. It is a, a book that endeavors to give a very, very simple and basic understanding of salvation. Uh, at the end of the book, there is a chapter in which the question comes up about people who have never heard the gospel. And um, in that section, Tony writes that people who never hear the gospel, if they will accept whatever light they have, God will acknowledge that as sufficient for their salvation. That in itself is a, I mean, that is a departure from historic Christian gospel. We would say that if someone lives up to the light they have, then the, the Lord, who is not limited in his capacity to deliver the truth, will bring the full light. And that no one could ever be saved apart from Christ. This is more of the kind of thing that Tony Campolo says, that people are, are being saved by Jesus who don't even know there is a Jesus. This is that wider mercy view, as it's called. This is, this is also uh, under what has been termed natural theology, that natural theology will lead someone to God, and if the person doesn't have access to the gospel, then God's not going to hold them responsible for what they don't know. And that's essentially the argument of this book, that in, this, um, in, in the world there are going to be people who never hear the gospel. And they are not going to reject the light they have. They're going to accept the light they have, and God will count that as sufficient to save them. And then comes the interesting comment that he does this by trans-dispensationalizing them. That is, treating them as if they were living in another dispensation. Um, obviously, there's no biblical defense for that. 
and none is attempted in the book. None. There isn't even a verse to defend that. The question of this video is whether or not Tony Evans is a Pelagian, and the answer is technically no, but I would actually argue what Tony Evans is teaching here is worse than Pelagianism. Pelagianism denies original sin because it places so much sovereignty on mankind that we have the power to save ourselves, that we have the power to stop sinning if we even wanted to. What Tony Evans instead is teaching is that there is a secondary pathway to salvation through natural revelation, and that is not biblical. That is actually worse, in my view, than Pelagianism proper. This is Dispi-Pelagianism, as I would call it, because he believes in this idea of trans-dispensationalism, and he uses the historic doctrine of dispensationalism to, as the vehicle for this heresy. So, at the end of the day, I had to conclude that Tony Evans is a false teacher, and it was based off this evidence that I made the final definitive conclusion. So I decided to make a video sharing this evidence. Thank you all for watching. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel or podcast if you are new. And also check out evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. That is a Patreon-like system that you can go to to support a ministry like this that does research project, projects like this at reader request. And you can also make a request of your own. Have a blessed day, and we will catch you on the next one.